Hello, my name's Adrian Goldberg and welcome to the latest episode of Adrian Goldberg's talk show, this time interviewing the Ramonas, the UK's all-female Ramones tribute band. They were the last live act I saw before the coronavirus lockdown and I loved them. They attacked Ramones classics with real freshness and gusto and played a few of their own tunes as well. Punk classics in the making from their latest album, I Want to Live in Outer Space, which is out now. Let's talk now to Vicky Smith, a.k.a. P.P. Ramona, the band's bassist, and Lisa Lathwell, the vocalist, a.k.a. Chloe Ramona. Vicky is speaking to me from near Brighton, and Lisa is in Bigger in Scotland. So, uh, welcome along, ladies. Good to speak to you both. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Yeah, really good. Lovely day quite a few things I want to talk to you about really other than just the sheer pleasure of chatting with you having enjoyed the the band so much uh, your albums date back to I think 2016 or your first EP was in 2016 but I read on your website that the Ramonas actually date all the way back to 2004 so what's the origin of the band? Yeah 2004 is when um, Claire from Anti Product kind of started the band me and Lisa joined about 10 years ago, probably a bit more than that now. And here we are today. <laughs> and Lisa, uh, you're the vocalist. You're obviously both far too young to have remembered the Ramones in their pomp. So how does an interest in the Ramones develop for you? Um, I think it's just from basically hearing them from childhood. My dad was into the Ramones. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of joined the band because um, I needed some some work. I just finished college and I saw the advert for the band and I was like, that sounds cool. It was only meant to be for a one-off gig, but it kind of developed into, well, here we are today. I would say that although I like the Ramon start with, it has grown dramatically over the years. <laughs> so for you, what you weren't driven by this incredible desire to be in a Ramones tribute band. You, there, was a, there was a job offer going, you, you've got a decent voice. You thought, let's give it a go. It was just, yeah, completely by mistake, to be honest. It was never kind of a planned or an intentional thing. It was just kind of like, that sounds cool. It was meant to be a one-off gig in Sweden, I think it was. And I thought it sounded fun. And then it just kind of snowballed. enjoyed it so much. And then a few more gigs came in and so on and so on. And yeah, I'm still doing it. What about you, Vicky, the bassist? Yeah, I was living at um, uh, the, guitar the guitarist at the time. I was living with her. and. Um... She kind of was talking about the audition and then came back and said, oh, they need a bass player as well. And I thought, oh, this sounds interesting. It sounds pretty cool. And all girl remains tribute. So, yeah, went went for that. And then it kind of started, really. Which bands from the 76, 77 kind of classic punk era and just afterwards are you into them? Oh, I mean, I really, really like the undertones. <laughs> just all of it, really. <laughs> The adverts, anyone that champions women as well, as well, I think that's that's good. Just all of them. I mean, I wish they were all around today. <laughs> what about you, Lisa? Oh, I mean, again, I wouldn't even know where to start with it all. But, you know, I love bands like The Runaways, again, that, you know, um, championing women. And you've got Susie and the Banshees and oh, just so many. I just I literally wouldn't even know where to begin with naming bands. Now, punk was a great sort of breakthrough moment for women in rock. I remember the NME actually had a front cover sometime around 1978, Women in Rock. It was like, it's amazing. Because although there had been 
accomplished women in rock music like Janis Joplin prior to that. The idea that women would play bass, that they might play drums, that was still something of a of an unknown really. And you had people like Polystyrene from X-Ray Specs, Slits of course, you know, the original all-female yeah. punk band. Are you aware of that kind of heritage? Oh yeah. Oh definitely, yeah. I think um, it really shows even these days that punk always did put women to the front, whereas other genres may have not done that, because obviously punk was all about just getting out there and doing it and being DIY, everyone can have a go. And so obviously that included women as well. And I think nowadays it's it's really shown that, that when you look back, especially compared to other genres and even other bands that I've played in on the different scenes, I feel like there really is now and always has been lot of support for women who are involved as well but not just in the music it's I'm behind the scenes and you know it, whether they're techs or people that write for magazines or all of it really they're always there and involved. Yeah I spoke to Viv Albertine of Slits a few months ago and she was obviously fiercely proud of of having been a, a, a pioneer, really, and, and just talking about the nonsense that even a band who were as spiky and as aggressive as Slits had to go through with male photographers and so on, and just that whole world of entitlement that, that some blokes seem to have. I mean, I think the fact that, obviously we're not from back in the day, but even the fact that we are doing this 10 years on and have, I don't want to say almost been allowed to, but obviously we've worked hard as well, but... Um, it's been accepted into the scene and if it wasn't then we wouldn't be here 10 years later still doing it I don't think yeah because we don't really do like the tribute scene do we we just play the punk scene yeah now when I saw the gig I think that was one of the things that struck me and obviously you're women so you can't pretend to be the band members and obviously I'm not knocking any tribute bands who do that because there's a market for it and People clearly like it, but you're women. You yeah. can't really pretend to be the Ramones. And uh, I know that you, Lisa, kind of wear Joey Ramone's shade, but it, it's all very tongue-in-cheek, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'd love to ditch the specs. I can't. Yeah, I hate, I hate wearing sunglasses on stage. <laughs> I think you could, you know. I don't think anybody would mind, honestly. I mean, I, I did have to recently when they actually broke about two songs in and it was fine, but... But I think people would be like, oh, you're not wearing them. I don't know. I think people would be missing them maybe. But that's why I like doing our own stuff as well because it means I don't have to worry about wearing sunglasses on stage. (laughs) And do you think that because punk was rooted in this kind of throwaway ethos, three chords, all that sort of stuff, do you think people underestimate what it actually takes to play the songs of the Ramones? Definitely. I think a lot of people just think it's really easy. And like, oh, well, so Ramones is only a few chords, it's easy. I was like, but when you actually get into the songs, the structures are really, like, unusual. They're not, like, normal pop song structures necessarily, and they go all over the place. And then a lot of them, the riffs can be quite similar, but they're totally different. So you have to really, really know the songs inside out to to know what you're doing. You do play them incredibly fast, as the Ramones did, incredibly aggressively. I never saw the Ramones, but I saw you with my mate Andy, who did see the Ramones on more than one occasion, and said, you've nailed it. You play them like the Ramones played them. Yeah, I mean, we try to kind of get the live aspect of it, because obviously the studio recordings of the Ramones were a lot slower, 
Um, but live, they really did like bash them out, you know, no gaps between songs, like just straight in. And that's kind of what we try to emulate. It's more like not what we look like in the fact of that we're women, but it's more the fact of keeping that music and like the spirit of the music going. And it's just a nostalgic thing, I think, for a lot of people. Well, I was going to ask you that about audiences. I went because my mate was really keen to see a, a Ramones tribute band of any kind. I was intrigued by the fact that you were an all-female Ramones tribute act. Is the audience generally old farts like me? I think it started out like that, but nowadays it's a lot more diverse. There's a lot of younger people. It depends where you play, really. In Europe, there's a lot more younger people. There's a lot of women in the audience, people that are learning instruments as well, and then people who have come along with their parents sometimes it's um it's a family affair yeah I've definitely noticed like as the years have gone on the audiences have actually got younger and and more balanced with with the genders I mean the last couple of gigs that we did on this tour there was loads of women at the gigs I was like really really happy to see that yeah certainly a, a healthy female turnout in, in the Birmingham show yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm keen to liberate the Ramones from the T-shirt because it's a weird thing. There's so many people walking around and I don't know why it was that the Ramones T-shirt just became this kind of catch-all rock and roll symbol. And so many people wear the T-shirt. More people wear the T-shirt, I'm sure, than have ever listened to the band. And it's like, (laughs) you know, the T-shirt's great, but you know what? There was a great band in there as well. I know, that's it. I remember the record label guy saying to me once, if you design a good T-shirt, it doesn't really matter who the band are because you will sell the T-shirts. And I'm thinking, ah, well, yeah, if you've got a good design. I mean, it was a good design, but obviously even better band, wasn't it? You know. And then a lot of other people have used that design as well. I mean, so many punk bands have used that same design and put their band name on it and, and whatnot as well. So it's kind of been reused and reused a lot, hasn't it? Yeah, it's just so iconic that that kind of logo. Vicky, you talked about when you play sort of in bands in other scenes as well then. I mean, are you playing other bands? Do you play in other bands, Lisa? Yeah, we, I think, well, everybody in the band actually plays in other bands. They're all involved in, in other things that are probably completely different to, to what we do with the Ramonas. Go on then, give us a flavour. What do you do? Well, I personally, I play in a function band. So I play... Um, well, sing, I play keys, a bit of guitar, and also sing in a gospel choir. They're totally, totally different. <laughs> well, I, t- I do, I genuinely think you've got a great, kind of one of those soulful rock voices. I could, although I'd be a little bit, I'd be a little bit thrown at seeing, um, seeing you in, I don't know, at a wedding function or something. But... Yeah, I mean, I don't do so many of them these days, to be honest, because obviously we're so busy with the Ramonas. But, you know, it's, as a musician, you've got to do what you got to do to make the money haven't you so absolutely yeah yeah no 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 shame in that and if, if you're entertaining people good on you what about you vicky i mean i do play in other punk bands and also i play with a lot of blues musicians as well so it'd be like the artists we're the backing band kind of thing do some cover stuff as well quite a mixture really it's quite it's quite good to mix it up just kind of from a creative point of view you know as much as you love one thing it's good to try different things and if you enjoy them as well it just makes it more fun then you appreciate the other stuff you know well listen here's the truth and and this is one of the arguments i have with a lot of uh, kind of music radio people are kind of boxed and chopped up by age by gender by other interests they might have and you know music radio 
I find in the UK just incredibly narrow and, and if you have one kind of music on you won't have another kind of music on but most of us in real life don't just listen to, to one kind of music it's crazy well this is it because some people um, who have seen me in the blues bands have come to see me in the Ramonas now I wouldn't say everybody but you know people do like different kinds of music and it works the other way as well you know people might be a fan of an artist or you know depending on doesn't really matter what they do and with the Ramonas I guess our original stuff is different from the Ramones as well so okay it's not a completely different genre it's related but all music's related eventually somewhere in the spider web of music. I was going to say that one of the things that originally made me a bit resistant to go to see any tribute band of any description was that part of the punk ethos was as you've said do it yourself don't be amazed and impressed by other people just go out and create your own music whether it's good or whether it's bad in a sense is beside the point it's the doing it is the important thing and I was really cheered that you did your own stuff you were brave enough to do your own stuff in the midst of this Ramones tribute gig but also your own stuff I thought went down really well you know the audience were very happy for you to play your own stuff as well they weren't just saying no you know give a split screen bop again <laughs> I mean, we have had a lot of people saying ditch the Ramones and do your own stuff. But I don't think we could ever really do that. It's always going to be there, isn't it? Is there an evolution? Is there a point at which you say, you know, we love doing that Ramones tribute stuff, the Ramones cover out, and, you know, maybe we'll save that for an encore or two. I think some of your own stuff is really strong and I think you could easily sustain a set of your own music. Yeah, I mean, we quite often do just play sets of our own stuff. I mean, we've kind of come to that point where we can be pretty flexible as to what we do. So sometimes we'll just do our own stuff. Sometimes we'll just do Ramones. A lot of the time we'll do a combination of the both. It's kind of what whatever whoever's booked us, what they want is kind of what we do. So, yeah, we are kind of flexible like that now, which is quite cool. And we never really get anyone complaining. <laughs> They come to see the Ramonas. They don't necessarily come to see, oh, that song, oh, that song. So that's uh, quite nice. And where does it go then? Is it just a case for you of, of kind of keeping on, keeping on and just seeing wherever the road leads? I mean, I think there's never been a long-term plan at all. It's always been in stages. And obviously a few years ago when we did the original stuff originally, that, that was the right time to do that. We were like, how do we progress with this? We don't want to not do the band anymore but we want to expand so um that that was the right time and it will just be well if there's another right time to do something else there may be something else like it was that was now time to do like a another release and things like that yeah i think it's good not to really put pressure on it because then there's a bit more kind of organic and how it kind of happens i mean we're always writing new stuff even though we've been obviously not been able to physically see each other as a band, we've still been writing songs over the last couple of weeks together with the wonders of technology. So we've still, you know, managed to to keep the writing going. And Victoria, you told me a lovely story just before we started recording that the woman who founded the band, who's no longer in the band, has ended up with a Ramones connection. Yeah, so Claire's in uh, obviously living in... LA now and um, playing in Richie Ramone's band which is uh, pretty cool so when they come over here touring we kind of if we can if we're not touring ourselves we kind of meet up and stuff so go and see them 
And we did, in, we went over to America actually a few years ago and met up with them there as well, which was really nice. And of the original punk bands who you play with, because obviously you sometimes support original 76, 77 era punk bands as well as playing with with modern punk bands. Who of those kind of old timers do you most enjoy just as music fans? I mean, obviously we are quite pally with the UK subs and we love we love playing with them. The Skids, they're such a good band. I'm, fingers crossed we're playing with them later in the year if, all, you know, if things are back to normal by then. We've got um, a good few um, gigs with them later in the year. And again, that's just us doing our original stuff. So, yeah, it's really, really nice to play with really well-established, kind of long-running bands. And the fact that they're all still so good, it's just really nice to see. Yeah, I saw the skids on their comeback tour at a little club called The Robin in Bilston in Wolverhampton. It was the first tour they had done. That's one of the ones we're playing with them, actually, on the tour, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, when they... When they played the first gig back after decades away I mean Jobson was just so excited to be there and it was a fantastic gig and as with so many bands you see of that era you hear it and you think oh yeah there's a good one there's a good one there's another good one so many great songs I know so many good bands but yeah they're brilliant they're still really really the top of their game at the moment well, listen, Lisa, Victoria, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And keep on rocking. And I hope to see you next time you're around. Thanks a lot. Yeah, well, maybe we'll see you, maybe we'll see you in uh, The Robin too when we're there in uh, November. Well, if we're all out of lockdown, cheers. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye.